juveniles, juvie listeners, juvie people. We are back for another Juvie Saturday. It's the boys in the studio bringing you guys another episode. It is. But Josh, before we drop our knowledge on them, before we let them know all of the wisdom that we carry, what should they do? I think personally that if you're listening on any audio platforms, you should make sure to download the episode and leave a five-star review. I Follow us this. as well. I second this. I second this. And then also, secondly, if you're listening, oh, sorry, if you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to like this video, leave a comment, hit subscribe, make sure that notification bell is on so you get notified for every single upload. And also, if you're going to leave a review, we will read the new reviews on every episode if there is any. So read, leave a review. We also read all of the comments on YouTube. So if you leave a comment, we will read it. Um, yeah, leave a review. We'll read it out loud. We have two reviews. Review. Here we go. Here we go. All right. One of them, five stars. So thank you so much. This is a shout out to KDD2022. They said, Fire Podcast. Always love listening to this show. They offer relatable content, and it's great to listen to on a run, walking my dog, or just driving with the boys. Tune in. I second this message. I do too. What do we rate this review? One out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. It's hard to miss with us, guys. We 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 love you guys a lot. Second one. This is from Schofield David. Hashtag three. We Shout know out. him. Shout out the boy. He said five stars. Great job. This is a great podcast to listen to when you're doing your chores or really, or yard work. Really enjoying it. Five exclamation points. Incredible, David. We love you. We've known David ten out of for 10. a long time. Ten out of ten. Okay, hold on. We got another one. Wow, you guys, you Three. guys really listened to us last week. All right, this is from Hey King five one eight three. They said, "Amazing podcast, five stars. This podcast inspires me to do better in my life. Everything is so relatable and easy to understand. It's like a safe place to think whatever you want and have people that think the same way." That's wow. eleven out of ten for me. That is. That, There's some heart in that review. That was a five star review. Shout out Hey King five one eight three. If you guys want your reviewed reviewed in the next episode. Make sure you go drop one on any lo- listening platforms. These ones are all from Apple Podcasts. Spotify sometimes takes a bit yeah. to load. All right. So we thought before we hop into the nitty gritty deep part of this episode, let's bring back one of the most OG segments on Juvie. I think we started this segment in like first five episodes. It must have been. It Maybe even the first. I think, I think we it's did probably the first, the first Josh nighttime. Yeah. That's you guys, true, yeah. we're bringing back a fan favorite. Fit check. Fit check. Now, listen, like, Josh, when you're coming to the studio, are you thinking through the fit? You're like, 100,000 people might see this. A million people might see this. Are you thinking that? Or are you just like, I'm just going to record? I don't think about people viewing, seeing it. I'm yeah. like, oh, I hope Nigel saw like my outfit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know so what I mean? Let's, let's add in. Let's add in a little thing. Today, we're going to be rating each other's fit. Okay. Okay. This is one out of five based off of the shoes, the pants, and the shirt. Okay. If I would have known we were doing this, I would have brought some extra heat. I got a very basic fit on, but I'll walk you guys through mine first. All right, we got the dunks on foot. I have no idea what these dunks are called. They've they've just become a staple in my collection. Super minimal shoe. We got the two different colored laces. I don't know if we're on wide or not. Uh, for all of our audio listeners, you guys, these are these are dunks. We got turquoise laces on one foot, gray laces on the other. Fire. We got black heavy denim Levi's, I think. Levi's, I, th- I think, I think, I don't know, I don't got the tag. Now listen, this might this might put me over the top, but I got the one of one. It is. Plug. And you guys, you guys by the know one me. And only. I have to give that a 10 out of 10, because I made it. it. It's hard, it's hard, you guys. If you haven't seen this yet, for all of our audio listeners, guys, for my birthday, or for Christmas? No, birthday. my birthday. Josh made me a one of one juvie hoodie. We got reverse the stereotype on the front. We got that hand-stitched host on the sleeve, and we got juvie on the back. And then accessories, we got the Kodos hat. This is an OG staple on Juvie. I it feel is. like Kodos has become just a, one of us is always wearing it always, at some yeah. point. 
but here's the thing. This is why I'm rocking the cap because it's almost buzz season, and I'm kind of just letting my hair go wild. And yeah. it's just like it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, I don't want to wake up to style it this morning. And then we got the Italian charm bracelet. This is a new pickup. I got it off of Etsy. I've just been, just been, you know, stocking up for the for the summer aesthetic. That's a wrap of my fit. What do I get one percent off? Give Dude. me this honest. This is not a five out of five fit. I'll say that first off. I I just I it's can't a, give it anything less because of the hoodie. Give me a four point nine. Okay. Four point nine. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Josh. Okay. We're gonna start with the shoes. We got my absolutely worn in, uh, Doc Martin boots. Wear these to work pretty much every day. You I absolutely love this, these shoes. You consider this a staple in your closet? Yeah, for sure. Uh, they're incredibly worn and they're incredibly comfy because I've had them for so many years. Um, then we're going with the black. I'm pretty sure these are Wrangler jeans. Yeah. Like heavy, heavy Wrangler jeans. Um. Did you do the cuts on the bottom to make I them did. a little bit worn? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, actually, I didn't mean to make them frayed. I just cut them and they kind of, I forgot to hem okay. them. I had to pick up on the details when we're going through the yeah. fit. Okay. Okay. And then I got this brand new uh, Ben Davis, like, janitor shirt, I okay. guess. It's like heavy, heavy cotton janitor Straight out of shirt. jail with that thing. I like Seriously, it. Seriously. Yeah. I like it. And then just a plain black beanie. You know me. <sighs> okay. See, I, I, I pick up on the, I pick up on the little things in the fit. So yeah. I, I'm liking, I, I love the. I love the. I need to do that one. The fray, more, honestly. I like the fray on the bottom. I don't have docks in my collection, but I respect anyone who can rock them. And see, I would wear. I would wear the shirt. I'm, I'm gonna match it. Four point nine. I'll take it. I'll take Listen, it. Like if we're talking five out of five, we're coming here fitted to the stars. Yeah. We're not, we're not quite on that. All right, you guys. But the reason that you clicked on this episode, how are you supposed to figure out what you're good at? What are you supposed to do after you graduate? I'm sure this question is running through plenty of people's heads. I'm graduating this year. Josh has been graduated. So you guys are going to kind of get some some different perspectives on it. We did an episode very similar to this last year, and you guys loved it. We got a ton of messages of people like, hey, this gave me so much clarity. And I feel like it's an inter- interesting time in a lot of people's lives. Yeah. You're graduating something that you've done your whole life, 12 years of schooling. Do I go to college? Do I not? Do I take a gap year? Do I do an internship? Yeah. Do I just sit at home all summer and do nothing? Do I spend all my money this summer? So many questions, so little answers. But we're and here to so answer. And so many infinite possibilities. So, and that that's exciting. Yeah. But also very scary when you're in the situation. It right? is because like, I feel like the majority of people in high school. I don't want to say the majority, but I feel like a lot of people in high school they'll spend their last couple years of high school. Trying to get a job, saving up some money. Yeah. Um. So then, once they're done with high school, they can go live their life. Um, I think that's a great option. Like re- me personally, this summer, I'm spending the most money I've ever spent in my life on a trip. Yeah. Because I value experiences and places and travel more than I value buying something else. Hundred percent. Um. So if that's what you're into, if you're into traveling, if you're into finding new experiences, and you're saving that money. That's a great option. Let me ask you this. So I think something that we hear a lot now is, you know, kid graduates high school. They don't really want to go to college just yet. So yeah. they, they throw out the classic, I'm taking a gap year. Is this an excuse to push off going to college? Or is it really a year to figure out what you want to do? I think it depends by the person. Like, I know people need a gap year for, like, mental health. Because, yeah. I mean, obviously high school can be pretty stressful. And then going straight into college. It's just a lot of school back yeah. to back. So I feel like a gap year can be super helpful for a lot of people. Um, and it also, it's a great time to be able to find out if you actually really do want to go to college. Yeah, I would agree. I think, I I hope that most people use it how you just described, but I think unfortunately a lot of people don't. Yeah. I think a lot of people use it as, they think about it as like one last year of freedom. But here's, th- here's the opposite argument that I would, that I would oppose with is, 
What if in that year you figure out what you actually want to do and that sets you up for freedom? Yeah. I think a lot of the times, you know, we look at a career as, oh, I got to lock down. This is going to be it. This is going to be the rest of my life. I'm going to get into this nine to five. And that is a pretty sad mindset to have. I think luckily we've grown up with not that type of mindset, but I would feel like majority of people do. I mean, you think yeah. of the a- you know you think of the average American household. Most of the pe- people work nine to five jobs. We see on social media a lot of the entrepreneurs, but reality that's not most people. No. So I think this is this is just thinking of this topic of like, what are you supposed to do next? And you know the whole gap year of am I going to college or not? I thought of okay, what is like if I were to just if I had one sentence and I were to tell it to everyone, I think or not even a sentence, but a thought. I think it would be. I think when a lot of teenagers don't know what to do, they do nothing. And I think that leads to a worse outcome than just trying and failing and trying and failing. Sure. Yeah. I think doing nothing, actually, this might be a surprise to people, but that leads to nothing. Yeah. You, you know, when you do nothing and you think of, oh, the opportunity is just going to come to me. If I'm the first person to tell you this, I'm so sorry, but that's just not how it works. But I think that's how a lot of teenagers think. They're like, yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm going to do nothing. That leads to nothing. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, because if you're not working towards anything, then what do you expect to get out of what you're doing? Like, hundred percent. If if you're just sitting down waiting for something to arrive, I mean, one out of a hundred people could get a golden opportunity like that, and it could work out 100%. for them. But it's just not. It's never guaranteed, and ninety nine percent of the time, it's never going to turn out that way. I mean, there's obviously people who are doing nothing. They'll go to the gas station buy a get, buy a lottery card win a hundred million dollars yeah but then there's other people who have to work incredibly hard to make a hundred grand a year yeah where it's it's like it's yeah it's you're not going to get anything from nothing i actually speaking of the lottery i have a talking i have a talking point on that in a minute but i want to finish up this one and i, I want to be very clear it's okay to not have a clear path or vision for what you want to do that's 100%. most people that's a hundred percent normal i think it's more than normal it's everyone most people at some point in their life don't know what they're supposed to do but let me tell you this, the doing nothing part creates a victim mindset of, well, I'm not good at anything. But the truth is, is the only f- way to figure out if you're good at stuff is to try, try stuff. and fail and try and fail. And so if you're like, hey, I'm done with high school, I'm taking a gap year. If you take one piece of advice for this gap year is to just try things. If you're still if you get a gap year and you get to stay at home for that gap year, use that leverage that in every way possible. It's yeah. OK to not want to go to college right off the bat. Your parents might have told you otherwise. You might hear people that are like, never go to college. I don't fall on either side because I think there's people that need to. I think most people that want to get into a comfortable job probably need to go to college. That's yeah. totally okay. That was, my, that was my, first, my first talking point. Yeah, because, I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with a nine-to-five. No. Like, that's some people's dream. It's not for me. I, I, we, we've talked about it before. We, we, that's not where we want to end up. But like for some people, a nine for f- nine to five, that's they love the stability. They love how regimented it is. It's going to be pretty much the same every day. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you have dreams for something else and then end up with a nine to five, start trying more stuff along the way. See what you're good at and see how you can break out of that 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 cycle. That exact point, I always heard it, and I was never it never, not that it never like strikes true but i don't think i ever had like a personal understanding of like how could someone be happy in a nine to five like i think it's just because i was i guess this is probably maybe a little bit of entitlement but i was so i was so like in like engraved in my way of thinking of like well if i don't want it how could anyone want it and that's that's a pretty selfish way to think i'll be honest but you know it's I, i never like i guess i never like had to 
think about it any other way. I was just like, well, yeah. I'm not going to do it. So, like, I don't know why anyone else would to. But I think it actually, and this just this just happened this morning, and now that you bring it up, it's all it's all getting connected in my head. I go to the gas station a lot to get, like, drinks. Like, I drink Red Bull and Celsius a lot of the morning. So you're not going to catch me in a coffee shop in the morning, but you'll catch me at the gas station. And walking in there this morning, uh, where like, where this gas station is located, there's a lot of construction sites around it. And I've, like, you know, most of the time I go there, it's, like, a similar crowd because it's around the similar time. And, you know, I... I go there this morning, and there's this group of, like, Hispanic construction workers, and they walk in in front of me, and a guy, I was, like, probably, like, 10 feet in the parking lot. He holds the door for me. I walk in, and I was like, oh, thank you so much. He's like, you're welcome. And these guys were some of the happiest people I've seen in a very long time who were, who were they got to the gas station, and they were genuinely happy to see each other yeah. as coworkers. And you know what these guys were about to go do? They're go- about to go out in the sun and work all day. Labor, physical yeah. labor, something that's hard. But these are the happiest people I had seen in a while, and I was like, that's what it's about. These yeah. guys probably fought to get into this country, and th- literally, like, they like they, like they, they all, like, worked together, but I think they had met up at the gas station, and they were hugging each other, like, oh, good morning, like, it's good to see you. They were all, and they were just grabbing soda out of the fridge. But these guys, like, they were, they seemed, and I never talked to them in my life, so this is all speculation, but they seemed very happy, yeah. very grateful, and I think that opened up a perspective, and, like, Sometimes it's one of those things where you can't really understand it until you see it. But I was like, I was like, that's what it's about. These guys go and they're about to work physical labor and they're happy. Yeah, it's. I think it's. I love seeing stuff like that because that's you realize when somebody's like that when they're about to do go do something physical labor, they know exactly what they're good at. Yeah, they know how to do it better than anyone, and they're happy that they're the ones who get to do it because they're doing something they're good at every single day, um, and they know they can get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they, they have the same regimen. I'm sure their regimen is pretty much – I would, don't want to say identical because it's going to go from project to project. But they know roundabout what they're going to do. It's going to be very stable, uh, very consistent. And I think a lot of people just crave that consistent, stable life doing something that they know they're good at. Yeah, and it was just, like – and it just made me think. I was like, dude, I, like, at that point, am I saying I want to go work construction? No, no. But am I saying that that is a clear picture of – being happy and stable like those guys do the same thing they go home to their families they see their families they spend time with their families and they go do the same thing again yeah. and they support and for them it's probably about putting their kids in a good education system yeah, like that's really table. that's really what it's about okay so i was i was having a conversation with uh, a few friends the other day and we were talking about like how people how people steward what they've been given and this kind of all all falls into the thing and so I know graduating high school a lot of people probably have like big visions of like oh I want to go be a millionaire or you know yeah. I want to move to LA and become an actor or you know I want to go to New York and work in Wall Street I don't know what it is but I think something that has become very clear to me is that most of us including me couldn't actually steward our dreams if they were just handed to us as we wished them yeah and I think it it comes down to stewarding what is exactly in front of you, what you actually have is the only way that you're going to lead to that point that you want to get to. And why I feel like this is very clear and statistically proven is that 70% of lottery winners go bankrupt. Yeah, that's a crazy fact. You think about it. Most human beings, and I say again, including myself, if we were actually given everything we wanted financially, stability, the cars, the houses, we couldn't actually handle it. Yeah, I think that's that's actually built in human nature. Yeah, it's because as soon as you have everything that you want, you're not going to keep working. Yeah. So like you get greedy, you get entitled, you get you take everything for granted. 
Like, if, if somebody handed you $100 million right now, you'd retire. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, the first thought in your mind would be, oh, I never have to work again. Yeah. But that's why people lose that money. That's why they lose themselves. Because as soon as you get it handed to you, if you're still not working towards anything, then you've peaked way too early. You've got nothing else to look forward to in life. And I think that's why it's so imper- important to just fall in love with just what you have in front of you. It's not that final destination. But if you fall in love with the process, dude, it is the key to success in so many different ways of just like, this is what I have now. This is the number I have in my bank account. This is what I can do with that. This is the opportunity I have. Take every single one of those. That's the only way you get to that point. But I think knowing that you don't actually want that just yet. You can't actually handle that. I can't actually handle. If we were tomorrow going to be on the same like level as Joe Rogan, we couldn't handle that. It's true. We that it's we don't like, actually deserve that just yet. Yeah, it's like I've when I see videos of celebrities or YouTubers giving away a Lamborghini to a regular person. You think they can afford the gas for that Lamborghini? Right. You've just put a burden on them. Like it might be cool for ten minutes, but then you're like, oh, I have to go put a hundred and fifty dollars of gas into this car that gets eight miles to the gallon. Yeah. It's like it's kind of it's kind of hard when somebody hands you something that you've always wanted and you don't have the stability to take care of it yet. Yeah. Like. I was thinking about this yesterday. I'd prefer, like, if somebody were to just give me my dream car, mm-hmm. I feel like I wouldn't like it as much as if I paid for it myself. Like, I would prefer to, if somebody gave me the option, I can give you this car now, or within five years, you'll have earned enough money to buy this car. I'd take the second option, because mm-hmm. I feel like you can always value stuff so much more if you've worked for it yourself. There's a sense of fulfillment. Exactly, and there's a sense of pride, where it's like, I've worked as hard as i can i deserve what i have instead of i got really lucky and now this is mine i feel like i prefer the second option yeah i agree and i just think like understanding that we can't actually handle what we really really want just yet and that is why like that is why there's something called a process to a destination like you actually you in that process you learn to steward this thing and then it gets a little bit bigger and then a little bit bigger we can't actually handle all the responsibility just yet we don't know how to do that that's why we don't have it yet that's that's the that's the clear picture, and so I was thinking about like okay how do I put this into perspective where everyone will understand it, and I I so Millie Bobby Brown got engaged recently right yeah I think it came it was shocker to a lot of people she's pretty young I think she's like nineteen right twenty or twenty nineteen or twenty fairly young to get married and I was I was like okay like why are people so surprised and like in my head I'm like she seems mature she's found someone she loved she's set up she's financially stable yep. she's successful why would she not go and get married. And I think it's because we tend, like, when we look at child actors, I feel like we always assume that they're older than they actually are, right? And I think that's because responsibility builds character. So a lot of these people, when there's pressure on them from when they're eight years old, they're working on a Disney set, they have lawyers, they have managers, they have agents, they have people that are doing their makeup, they're flying across the country. All of those things, it's pressure, it's weight on someone's shoulder, but it also builds character. And that's why by a lot of these people, when they're 15, if you were to compare them to a 15-year-old in high school in a random small town, there's actually going to be a a difference in character yeah. simply based off the responsibility that someone's had. It's true. And it's also like that can be a blessing. It can also be a curse. Like I've seen yesterday I watched a video of um, Justin Bieber experiencing paparazzi through the years. I saw that. And it made me like pretty sad. Because it showed him when he was first getting famous, he was like super friendly with the paparazzi. He's like, hey guys, like, how's it going? Um, and then 10, 15 years down the line, 10 years down the line, they're like, 
he's upset, he's depressed, he's like, get out of my face, because for years they've just been pestering him. Mm-hmm. And it's like he grew up in, in a time where, well, he grew up when he was really famous, and then he just had to deal with this intense fame. Mm-hmm. And then I guess that's either matured him or it's made him, like, I guess distrust people in the streets because I guess he can't really go walking by himself. Definitely. So it's like there's a there's an upside and a downside to yeah. earning that new life experience. Yeah, I was using I mean like the child star like thing in like an example, but I think the point is that like responsibility builds character. For sure. And yeah. I think people that in you know, a lot of teenagers don't want to take weight on their shoulders. They don't want to have responsibilities because they're they want to be young and free. Yeah. But the truth is you can only be young and free until you can't. And you actually need something else called money. Yeah. And it, it, the I, I think it's actually something that we pose the whole young and free, you know, live in the moment, all of these things as like, you know, enjoy it while it lasts, but enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. <laughs> it only lasts so long. And at some point, you do need to start that thing called growing up. But I think the young and free, it, it creates this narrative that growing up is bad. And having responsibilities are bad yeah. or it's not enjoyable. But the truth is that you create that reality. You're the one that gets to choose. Are these responsibilities things that I love or things that are sowing into my future? Or are these responsibilities things that I'm forced into? Yeah. You are the one that gets to choose that. Yeah. That's not your boss. But if you live this young and free lifestyle until you're 18 and all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh, shoot. Like, uh, I, I have to go live. and I've I got no money or experience. I those years before might have been fun. Yeah. But you know what's also more fun? Being financially free at 18 or exactly. 20 or 25 yeah. or 30. And then you have something set up for yourself. Exactly. Because it's the whole thing of never growing up. If while you're younger, you work a little bit extra hard to be able to then live your life when you're older more childishly. Like, it's the whole thing. You guys know a brand that I love, Childish, owned by TGF. They work incredibly hard so they can live their life where they don't have to grow up too much. Like, they've set themselves up to a point where they're financially stable, they've got, like, great lives set up, and they can enjoy their lives as they did when they were younger, but now with financial freedom because they worked hard. Like, all it takes if you want to live the life that you love is to just work hard before it gets to a point where you feel like you're forced to work that hard. I think it's because we look at responsibilities and growing up as this controlling thing, but when you do it right, it's a freeing thing. That's what we call it, financial freedom. You know, we look at these people, like, for example, Balin Levine, right? Very, very successful for his age. His His whole brand is built around being unmature and never growing up. And the thing is, is he gets to say that. He gets to live that way because of the hours he put in. Exactly. Because he built a multi-million dollar brand. He gets to say that because he did that. Yeah. You can't just grow up and say that. He worked hard. And he says this, you know. He's like, yeah, I worked for all the things that I have and now I get freedom. But we've, we've, we've like, we've, we've made growing up look like this bad and scary thing. Yeah. But when, if you don't do it right, it is probably bad and scary. Yeah, Being in debt is scary. You have to grow up so you can live your life how you want to. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that once you get financial freedom, you have to always just be a grown-up. Yeah. Like, you can let yourself go have childish fun. Yeah. And you know what? You know what and that's, a, that's the best part of growing up is being able to, like, have enough financial freedom when you're older to live a childish, fun life. You know, what, you know what fun costs? Money. Yeah. If you don't have money, you want to go do jet skis with your friends. You want to fly to Miami for the weekend. Yeah. You know what all of that stuff costs? Money. money. <laughs> your bank account. <laughs> so, you guys, the moral of the story is growing up isn't bad and scary. 
but not growing up is pretty bad and scary. If you wait till you're 18, you wait till you graduate. But what I don't want you guys to think is that, oh, I'm listening to this episode. I didn't work a job all of high school. Is it too late for me? No, no, no. It's not too late, but you better start failing now. You better start making a lot of mistakes now. You better not wait till you're 30 to take a risk. Right now, if you've just graduated high school, it is the best time to take a risk. Go fail. Go make mistakes. Go mess up. Yeah. Because right now is the most safe time to do it. You're 18. You're 19. You're 20. Right now is the best time to fail. Don't don't work a nice, comfortable job until you're 30. I mean, if that's what you want to do, go do that. But then start failing at 30. Because you know what's scarier than failing at 20? Failing at 30. Yeah. And failing at 40. You can still fail at 40. But you want to do it more comfortably? Do it when you're younger. Exactly. And also, if you're living at home still, and you've got a couple years left of high school, because um, we know that we're not only talking to graduates right now. Yeah. If you've got a couple years left of high school, start trying new things that you want to try now when you don't have expenses, you don't have to pay bills, you don't have anything like that. Start trying stuff that you think is going to set you up for a future before it can put you in debt. Yeah. Well, in, uh, but this is why I think a lot of people don't do it. It's because when you're in high school, you're too young. When you're in college, it's too late all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't well, get why. Where was the perfect time to do it? it? And I think that's just the system that has been built, unfortunately. But the thing is, is any, if anyone has ever told you you were too young, guess what? They said that to us, too. Now we sit top 100 in the country for our category in podcasting. So it, d- it didn't ultimately matter what they told us. It didn't ultimately matter that they said, no one's going to listen to Gen Z opinion. And now we compete with billion-dollar companies. It, it didn't matter what they said then. But it mattered that we had the vision. And so when anyone tells you that you're too young, just go prove them wrong. That's, that's, that's it. There's it. You can't put too much value in their words. Yeah. You, you really can't. Because if you put all of your self-esteem in someone else's words and someone else's vision for you – and you let that control what you want to do, you've given up everything that you have. You've given up your power. You, you, there's certain people in your life where you want to put your self-esteem in what they have to say to you. Your parents, that's going to mean a lot to you. But the random guy on TikTok that comments on your post and says, oh, buddy thinks he should have a podcast, buddy should have a podcast. You should go and do yeah. it. Like it, it just doesn't – It ultimately, they can't, they can't control you. They shouldn't control you, but it's hard. I'm sitting here saying it now, but it was hard yeah. when we had 3,000 followers on TikTok. No one was listening to the show, and the guy in his mom's basement was like, you guys should stop. Okay, it did cross my mind. Maybe we should stop. We haven't had any success yet. But two years later, we sit here, and I'm like, I thank myself every day that I didn't listen to that guy. Yeah. The guy that was telling us to stop, I'm so glad I didn't listen to that guy because you know what that yeah. guy's doing? He's still sitting in his mom's basement. And we're sitting here in our studio. Exactly. So and it's like when yeah, when we first started, we were getting maybe 25 listens an episode. Yeah. For the first like 30 episodes. Like it was slow. And guys, you have to realize a lot goes into these episodes, especially the guest episodes. I mean, we prep for these types of episodes too, but when you think about it, 30 episodes, let me put it in perspective. 90% of podcasts don't make it past episode three. Yeah. 99% of podcasts don't make it past episode 20. So the fact that we made it to 30, but it goes back to what we're saying. We were stewarding those 25 listeners as if we were in the position we're in now. Yeah. Where we have 25,000, 250,000. You have to steward it from the beginning to how you want it when you're over here, right? Yeah. And this is 100, this will be like either 118, 120 episodes straight. Yeah. So like, if you really want to try something, if you think you're going to be good at it, just try Even it. if you don't. Yeah, literally. If you th- <laughs> Even if you think you might be terrible, you might surprise yourself. So, moral of that point is, right now, as you're watching this video, there is no better time to fail. There is no better time to go make mistakes. There's no better time to go lose money. Right now is the time to get that done 
because right now is the most safe time you're going to get it done. You wait till tomorrow, it might sting a little bit more. You yeah. wait till the next day. But like as you're watching this video, if there's that thing in the back of your head where you're like, that's, that's actually what I want to do for the rest of my life, let me, the random guy on the internet, be the guy to tell you that you can go and get that done. And if you fail tomorrow, promise me that the next day you're going to go and do it again because we had to do that. Yeah. We would set up a podcast set every single day to shoot on one, one iPhone for nobody to listen. We had to do that so that we can be here now. So no matter if you're 12 years old or you're 22, go out and chase that thing because like – and if you're guys – if you're sitting here and you're like, well, this is just a random guy on the internet that doesn't care about it, there's nothing more that makes me happy than seeing young and successful people go out and chase what they want to yeah. do. That's the only reason we have this show. That is the only reason because that is what's so fulfilling for us is that we yeah. get to sit here and we've been, we've been living proof. Like that's something to think about. Like we're, we, don't, we literally don't sit here and just say these things. We're the ones – that have done that yeah. and we're still doing that every day we're nowhere near what we want to be or where we think we're going to be in the next few years but it's true go and do that please just do it for me yeah even if you fail five times and then come back to this video and watch it five times more and then go fail 10 more times because i love hearing people fail and then they get back and then they make it it's true and also with stuff like that people say oh, i don't have talent develop talent talent can be developed Dude, like we were terrible <laughs> exactly also like, when it comes to cooking do you think i was born with a knife right. and a spatula in my hand right, right no i taught myself i learned and i became very good at what i do and it's been able to earn me a living so it's like stuff like that if you want to have a talent something try it develop a talent develop a skill you don't have to be born with an ability yeah the best like, people in the world were not exactly like develop that ability develop it to the point where you want to be at and then pursue it yeah and it'll become second nature. It'll get easier. Like, trust me, it gets easier. All you have to do is you have to wake up the next day and do it again. The yeah. repetition and the consistency makes everything, everything that you want to go do easier. You get broken up with, guess what? After the third day and the fourth day and the fifth day, guess what gets easier? That thing that you were dealing with before. That's anything. You fail, you lose a lot of money, three days, four days, five days of you picking yourself up and doing it again and again. That's when it gets easier. You know when it doesn't get easier? When you sit there. And you're like, damn, I got broken up with. And then it's Thursday. Damn, I got broken up with. Oh, it's Friday. Damn. You know what didn't change? Anything. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what would have changed? If you would have gotten up the next day and you go and you change something and you change something. You know, if you don't want to live in that moment, then you have to go and change something. It's true. That's like, it. That's the recipe. I got scammed a couple months ago. Yeah. Did then Josh sit there and cry about it? For a couple minutes, for, for a couple sure. Minutes. But then after I was like, you know what? It's a story. I've I've gained some life right. experience. Like but I've learned like from this. You can't do anything about it now. I lost two grand, but you know, it's like I'll make it back. Right. It's not the end of the world. It sucks. It really sucks. But everything that's bad is going to teach you something along the way. So choose to take failure and heartbreak and pain as a lesson, and you can turn that into into gold. Well, the truth that no one's talking about is that it happened, and you can't actually do anything about it now. Exactly. You can't go make her like you again. You can't go back and get those $2,000 that you lost. You can't actually do that. But you know what you can do? You can go find another person. Yeah. You can go make two more grand. Exactly. And the thing, I was hearing this the other day in a show, and the guy, and that guy asked, he's like, what's one piece of advice that you wish that you had known when you were younger? And he said, this too shall pass. Anything that's going on, this too shall pass. It's true. You lost your money, this too shall pass. You don't know what to do now? Well, tomorrow, if you go and you try something, that too shall pass. It, it, you get over it. it it's yeah. like you, you have to. Living, and I think... And I think it, what's what's scarier for me, and especially like, I don't know you guys personally, I don't, but I care about you guys a lot, and you might not believe me, but I would hope that people around me know that I talk about you guys, and I really care about you guys, me and Josh both, like we do, we do this for you guys. 
But the thing, you know what scares me is that I don't sit behind this microphone and tell you guys what you needed to hear. That's all I want to do. All I want to do, and Josh as well, is we want to sit here and tell you guys what you need to hear. So this too shall pass. Yeah. That's it. Apply and that's, that to anything. That's also not us saying ignore the pain. No. You should, if something bad happens, don't just brush it off. Like, that's something that you need to learn from. That's something you should definitely sit through and try and figure out yourself. Like, don't just take bad things and then brush it off. You need to learn from stuff like that. Like, if you get broken up with, it's going to hurt like hell. It's yeah. not going to be fun. And we're not saying tough it out. We're just saying use that as something positive if you can and then like obviously take the time you need to mourn take the time yeah. you need to get over something and then turn what was bad into something good like feel the pain definitely feel live the pain. in that yes but then also just don't live there too long exactly because then it gets dangerous and th then it becomes actually bad for yourself yeah. like live and learn from it a hundred percent you guys if you're graduating high school and you're like i don't know what to do just start trying things I think that's it. I think you, you really just have to go and start trying things. And, yeah. and after the first month, if you still haven't found anything you love, you know what your chances are better than the next month is that you're going to find something you love. And it might take you longer. You might go to college and you might do all four years of college and you still don't know what you love. You might turn 20. You might get married and you still don't know what you love. That's okay. I think we all find it at different points and I think that's normal. Yeah. I think there's people, there's people that are 20 years older than me that still haven't found what I love. You know what? I don't know if I found what I love, but right now I do. I love doing this. That's what I've found. In, I might turn 20 and I might be like, I, I, need to, I need to find something else. That might very well be the case. That's yeah. okay. But right now, I found what I love and I'm going to pursue it and I'm going to give it everything I have. That's all I want to do is just sit here and give you guys everything that I have. We don't hold anything back. And so you guys shouldn't for yeah. yourselves. Go out. Make it happen. You guys can do it. That's exactly. Because it. it's like if, if you make a list of 100 things you want to try, if you do one of those every week, you'll be done in two years starting now. But if you s decided to do one of those every few months or every year you're never going to finish that list so right now you've got the most time you're going to have start checking things off your list before it gets too late and before you can't even finish it that's like, a really that's a really interesting thing you just said right now is the most time you'll ever have yeah you've got right now this is the freest you'll ever be no start checking off that 100 list my mind is being blown right now that's act like as we're sitting here right now this is the most time you'll ever have in your life even if you're 50 years old, this is the most time you'll ever have in your life because you can't go back. Can't go back. So from today on is the most time you'll ever exactly. have. Exactly. So use it wisely. You if can't that's not a freeing feeling, <laughs> I don't know what is. But, okay, this is my final point of the episode. Take control of the situation. If you guys are sitting at home and you're like, I want to move out to L.A. and I want to be an entrepreneur, you know what you need to do? You need to start doing things to make that happen. You know what doesn't help you? Sitting at home being like, I want to go do that. Yeah. Guess what? I want to go do a lot of things too. We, we, I think we all do. But the truth is, if you want to take control of that situation, go and start reaching out to people who have already done it. Go and start connecting the dots. Okay, I need to meet this person to meet this person to get that job. Well, go and start with that first person because you know what doesn't help you? Putting yourself in the victim mindset. You know what is going to help you? Putting yourself and controlling the situation the best that you can. There are some things that aren't going to be possible when you first sit down and try to do them. But you know what we also had to do? We had to do episode one to get to five, to get to ten, to get to fifty, to get to a hundred. We couldn't just be like, oh, I want to be at episode a hundred. Yeah. Simply doesn't work like that. But what did we do? We took control of the situation. That's my final point of the episode. I have nothing else to say. I'm going to let Josh wrap this thing up. Guys, thank you so much for watching this episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode as well. If you were listening, please make sure to leave us a follow, leave us a five-star review, hit download on the episode so you have it downloaded so you can listen to it without Wi-Fi. That's a brilliant thing. Listen to it on a plane. Facts. 
Also, if you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment, and also make sure that notification bell is on so you get notified every single time we upload. Juveniles, we love you. That is a wrap. That is a wrap.